Nothing But the Words, episode number 23. Take a stand with your book. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now, here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Today has been a full day of coaching clients at various stages of writing their books, and it's pretty cool to see the progress that they're making. They're all at different stages, of course, and they're writing books on various topics. Some are writing books on spirituality. Some are writing on marriage and relationships, business strategy. One of the clients I talked to today is writing a book um, that tells the story of his life. He's writing his memoir. Even though their books are totally different, they all have some things in common. And one of those things is that each of these authors or future authors are all leaders in their community or in their industry or in their field. They're all leaders in some way. And they would all like to be considered thought leaders on a larger scale. Now, if you don't like that term, I know some people don't, or if it feels too much like a buzzword, consider this. You can be an expert by simply regurgitating knowledge, or you can be considered an expert. Really, you could be an expert. If you have just memorized enough knowledge, you could be an expert on a topic. But a thought leader needs to actually lead the thinking around a topic. A thought leader needs to offer opinions, informed expert opinions on their area of expertise. So regurgitating facts, although there's nothing wrong with that in some circumstances, is not enough to make you a thought leader. Thought leaders offer new ideas that stand out in their field, or they help people see old ideas in a new way or learn how to implement those ideas. A thought leader has new ideas. In order to present new ideas, you will have to take a stand on your topic. If I tell you a book is the absolute best way to solidify yourself as a thought leader, do you believe me? I often tell people that because I believe it. But here's the thing. That's just my opinion. Yes, I can point to data and statistics that back me up, but so could someone who believes that the best way to become a thought leader is to start a podcast or to get your own television show. While I will happily argue my point, I have some colleagues who would disagree with me. And honestly, if I had to, I could argue the other side, right? If my life depended on it, I could argue that starting a podcast is a better way to become a thought leader than writing a book, even though I don't believe that. And I'm not on the debate team. I get to choose a side and I have chosen a side. In my experience, based on my research and based on my clients' results, I believe that writing a great book on a relevant topic is the best way to establish yourself as a thought leader. So I don't go around telling people, this is my belief. I go around stating this as if it is a fact. I don't think everyone should write a book, but I do think it is the best path to becoming a thought leader if that's what you want to do. Now, of course, someone could argue that television has served as a credibility solidifier for a few people who haven't become authors. But I still stand by my original statement that writing a great book is the best way to be recognized as a thought leader. Your readers will turn to your book for answers. They want you to take a stand. 
having an opinion and sharing it is going to scare some people away from your book. And by extension, they will be scared away from whatever else you do. They'll steer clear of your business, your products, your services, and you. They will avoid your events and your appearances. In fact, they will probably forget about you altogether. Just move on with their lives. And guess what? That's great. (laughs) Those people are not your one perfect reader. Those people are not your ideal clients or customers. They're not your tribe or your community. Bid them farewell and let them go. Don't spend a lot of time chasing the people who don't agree with you. You can try to convince people, but you really want to speak to the people who already are open to your ideas. One of my clients shares in her book, which hasn't been published yet, it'll be published this fall, that faith is an essential element of a wealthy life. This is her belief. Now, I'm sure there are some people, some wealthy people by their standards, who would disagree with her. They would say that they don't have a faith practice. They're perfectly wealthy and perfectly fine with not having a faith practice, and they would disagree with her opinion. It's what she preaches and it's what she practices, but taking a stand will turn away the people who don't believe a faith practice is necessary to a wealthy life. However, being willing to take a stand, share that idea along with a framework of ideas that she has created around what it takes to have a wealthy life has set her up as a thought leader in her community and in her field. Taking a stand makes it easier for the right people to choose you. What you say will resonate with them and challenge them to think in new ways. Will it convince some new people? Absolutely. But the people who needed to hear already what you had to say, the people who are open to it, will be the first ones to come over and follow you. What you stand for will make them want to stand with you, which could mean buying more from you, working with you, becoming unpaid ambassadors who spread the word about the greatness that is you. If you are starting a movement, writing a book that positions you as a thought leader requires you to take a stand. If you want to get people on board with your cause, writing a book that positions you as a thought leader is a requirement. You've got to get people inspired by your new ideas. If your book is just reporting the facts on a topic or an event and you don't want to share your opinion, that's fine. But then your goal is probably not to be a thought leader. If your goal is to be an informative author, an author who is seen as an expert, an authoritative author, someone who's considered an authority on this subject, you can absolutely do that without sharing your opinion. You can still be considered an expert that way. You're the holder of a certain body of knowledge when you write that kind of book, but you won't be considered a thought leader. That's okay. Just know that that's a different path. Some authors will avoid taking a stand out of fear. They want to appeal to everyone and they're afraid that if they take a stand, they're going to scare away some people. As I've already explained, you absolutely will scare away some people. They want to write a book that will appeal to everyone. But if you try to write a book that appeals to everyone, you'll end up trying to make both sides of every argument. That is a waste of your time. It's a waste of your reader's time. In essence, you end up with a bland, boring book that appeals to no one. Worst case, you end up with a confused and muddled mess. In order to connect with you, your readers need to know what you really think. So when my coaching client, Brandy Harvey, wrote Breakthrough Sold Separately, she took a stand that a plant-based diet is the healthiest way to eat. 
She cited the sources that had led her to that belief. She shared her experiences that had led her to that belief. She shared the experiences of other people that have led her to that belief. Now, everyone who picks up Breakthrough Sold Separately is not going to go vegan. (laughs) Everyone who picks up the book is certainly not already vegan. But they will respect her position as a thought leader in this area. It's a part of a larger philosophy that she has, but it's one element in which what she has to say could be considered controversial, especially for some of her target market. So there's some other things she says in her book that are probably considered controversial too, but she's willing to take a stand on matters of religion, on matters of relationships, on matters of mental health, and on matters of diet and nutrition in her book. She's willing to say things that other people aren't willing to say to her community and to her followers. Now, does that mean that she's going to lose some people along the way? I'm absolutely sure that she will. But the people who follow her will be that much more connected to her because her message will have resonated with them that much more. So don't waste your reader's time. Don't waste your time. Write a book that shares, if you want to be considered a thought leader, write a book that really shares where you stand on a subject. In order to really connect with you and to really see you in that position, your readers have to know what you think. So if that scares some of them off, then that's just what it is. But the ones who follow you will follow you that much more loyally. If you're not sure where you stand on the topic and you're writing a book about a topic, you're not sure where you stand on it yet, don't just want to be the expert who shares information. You want to be the the thought leader who shares an opinion and takes a stand on the subject. Don't write the book yet. Wait until you have time to sort out your opinion, to sort out where you stand on the issue. It's okay to put your book on hold while you do further research, while you talk to people, while you delve into your own thoughts and beliefs about the subject. Don't rush your book out just for the sake of getting it out. Take the time to develop your opinions, your thoughts, and your ideas so that you can position yourself as a thought leader by taking a stand. Now, this is not a call to court controversy. You know, controversy can be great for your book and that might be where you end up, but controversy for its own sake, that can be great for publicity, but the problem is you've then got to back it up, right? So if you're saying things just for the sake of being controversial and just for the sake of getting all eyes on you, well, you're gonna have to live with that stand. So be careful what stand you take. This is a call to welcome the rejection of the people who choose not to believe in the stand that you're taking and use it to sort your audience out from those other folks. This is a call to take a stand and tell your reader what you really believe, even when it may be an unpopular opinion. If you want to be a thought leader, you have to inspire your readers with new thoughts, things they haven't heard or thought for themselves before. If you want to be a thought leader, don't just tell readers about the subject. Tell them what you think about it. Give them your original ideas and opinions and thoughts and experiences on that subject. That's how you take a stand with your book. That's how you position yourself as a thought leader with your book. That's it for today, my friends. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate a great review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews go a long way to helping new listeners find the show. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Stay safe and stay well, and I'll see you next time.